0: Hi, I'm so glad that you were able to join today. Come on in. Sit with us while we have conversations, while we listen to a word of encouragement and motivation, while we reflect on scripture that will build you up, encourage you, even clarify some things that you have read that have not been clear. It's time for fresh bread. Come and dine. A blessing awaits you. Join me as I reflect on Genesis chapter twenty-two. We're looking primarily at the verses from verse 1 through to verse 19 and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him Abraham and he said here I am and he said take now thy son thine only son Isaac whom thou love and Then on the third day, he lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Abide here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, laid it upon Isaac, his son, and took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went, both of them, together. And Isaac spake said unto his father my father here am I my son he said behold the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering and Abraham said my son God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering so they went both of them together Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present to your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. As we think about this text, we see how in verse one it says that God tempted Abraham. But when we understand very understand how, how God works, when we understand how God moves, we would recognize that God does not tempt people. The Bible says in James that uh, God cannot tempt people to do evil. so what's happening here? Uh, the word tempt is comes from a Hebrew word that uh, can be translated, tested, or tempted, and when we read uh down. Uh, into verse eighteen and nineteen, to those uh, latter verses, verse eighteen, uh, we see that it is that God uh, really—it was really a test—so that uh, Abraham um, would a test of his obedience, that that he would yield, that he would surrender, that he would demonstrate that he was willing to be obedient. God, Um, just so we understand a little bit further that that uh, what that why it couldn't be temptation because a temptation is an intention from an individual or from someone to lead another person into sin or into evil, and if we think about sin, sin is an offense against. God and so if God gives you an instruction to do something and you did that thing that He asked it couldn't be sin because He is the standard so you can't sin against Him by carrying out what instructions He has He has given but a test a test is meant to it's an assessment to confirm that an individual has attained a particular standard. In other words, God was, was was assessing Abraham that he had gotten to that point where he could be Obedient. the The assessment was not for God, because God already knew Abraham's heart. But it was for him to realize that when it counts, when it matters, he would follow the voice of God. And so, when you read in Hebrews chapter twelve, uh, in the latter verses, verse sixteen and seventeen and eighteen, we see that uh, um, Abraham's obedience here is also mentioned as an act of faith in the midst of all of those who are acting in faith in hebrews chapter 11. so what can we draw from this text number one we realize that god says to him take your son your only son isaac who he names and he says of him isaac your son whom you love us. I want us to understand that sometimes God will ask us to do things that seem out of the ordinary. It seems out of the ordinary. But what what do we see here? Uh, what we see here is a test that Abraham was willing to be obedient that he was willing to be obedient to the instruction that God gave whether or not it seemed uncanny whether or not it seemed unnatural whether it's whether or not it seemed like something that would be of benefit to him he says take your son your only son and bring him over to Mariah and sacrifice him. I believe that sometimes God will call us. We, if we know the story about Isaac, we realize that Isaac was given to Abraham by promise. He was born in his old age. He was Prophesied to him that this is something that would happen and sometimes even the very things that it seems that God prophesied and gave to us uh, it, will, it will seem as though he will ask us to sacrifice those things but I want us to understand that what God is looking for is not so much the, the, the thing God doesn't need things what God wants is your obedience your willingness to lay down even the very thing that he gave to you the things that are near and the things that are most dear because sometimes we become so attached to the blessing that we do not remember the blessor we we think that because we have this blessing that we have come to the end of all of that which we need and so we get into Complacency, we get into a place of comfort, and we are now no longer making sacrifice because we already have the blessing. When God gave us the blessing in the first place, for His pleasure and for His purpose, so we can't abandon the blessor because we have gotten the blessing. God said to Abraham. Surrender your son. So what is God asking you to surrender today? What is it in your life that you are clinging so dearly to that God is saying, look, I'm trying, I want to take you to the next level, but you have to demonstrate that you are willing to see beyond the sight, to see beyond the thing that is in front of you and realize that even though you spend 40 days praying for that thing that I have more for you than that. I have further for you to go than that. I think of Joseph, that when Joseph uh, was, uh, uh, he was thrown into the pit by his brothers and then sold into slavery, it seems as though his dreams were being thwarted. And then he came out of uh, the, the auction place. He was bought into slavery, but he found himself uh, in Potiphar's house and in Potiphar's house he was elevated, was promoted. Even though he was a slave, he was as though he had liberty and he was promoted in that Place, but while he was in the place, uh, he found himself in trouble. No trouble that was caused by himself. in fact, he was acting in integrity but yet found himself in prison and It seems as though that uh, because we know the end of the story, we are saying that he 's making progress because he now come out of the pit and he has gone into potiphar 's house that place now that he 's found himself in prison it is going to be room for him to get into the palace. And we love that. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. Yes, in fact, he came out of the prison into the palace and we can get to the palace and feel that the palace is our destination Become now we are delivered um, now we are in a powerful place and now we are vindicated and our integrity is speaking on our behalf but even when you are in the palace the palace is not your destination the destination that God has for you is in his purpose so he went from pit to the place from the place Potiphar's house to prison and he went from prison to the palace but that was not his destination his destination was purpose because when you read uh, Genesis chapter 50 it tells you Uh, He says it when he stands in front of his brothers, when he stands and he assesses what it is and sees and understands the struggle that they were in and the position that he was in. He says, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Let go the thing that you are holding onto and allow God, allow God to take control of your life. Allow God to take control of your very life. The next thing that we notice is that he brought bundle, a bundle of wood. Uh, he brought things that made for sacrifice, but his son was asking him I see the wood I see the knife but I see no sacrifice and it made me realize that sometimes when we come into the presence of God we come with a list instead of a lamb we have a list of things that we want we have a list a program of things that we are we we, we are to do an order of service a plan a list of things that we want to ask God for but we're bringing no lamb there can be no true worship without a sacrifice if we're going to come and worship before the true and living God we must bring a sacrifice this was the problem that Kay, and the sacrifice has to be what God orders as the sacrifice was well, the problem that Cain had he came in front of God and he thought that he could bring whatever he wanted to bring and so God says that you have come before me not uh, because of your gift itself but sin is lying at your door for the Bible says that God knows the intent Of our heart. What kind of sacrifice are you bringing before God? Are you bringing a list or are you bringing a lamb? God wants a lamb. But I want us to understand that the lamb that God wants is not the song, Sheikho Baha'i. It's not just simply the songs that we sing because we think that our wonderful songs is the sacrifice that God wants because God is interested in worship. And we talk about our song as a sacrifice of praise and worship. The song is good. God wants it. It raises up in front of him as a sweet smelling savor. But the real sacrifice that God wants and that's why he says that these people draw near with me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me because it's not just the song that he wants. It's not the lip service that he wants. He wants your heart. God wants you. And that is why Romans 12 and verse 1 says that we should present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. To God, which is your reasonable service. That is, that's a sacrifice that you want the sacrifice of a broken spirit and a contrite heart. God wants. You, he wants your obedience before your song. When you come, you cannot come empty-handed. Bring a lamb before you bring your list. Say, just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me and that thou bidst me Come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Jesus understood this when he prayed before his Father. Not my will, but thine be done. It's not your son that he wants so much. It's not your money that he wants so much when he's asking you to sacrifice. It's not the resignation that he wants so much when he asks you to sacrifice. Yes, you must be obedient, but what he wants is you. Are you going to be willing? To do what God says, I want us to catch another thing that is very important about our sacrifice. That there is a generation, a whole promise, a whole prophecy that is connected to your obedience. God can use anyone; that's true, and anything to bring His purpose to pass. But God chose you. He wants you. I want to do, to to read again Genesis chapter two, uh, verse seventeen. Says that. The whole nations, all of the nations of the earth, he didn't say just the Jews, he said all of the nations of the earth will be Blessed, and they will be blessed because you were obedient. The assignment that you have is bigger than you. Your whole family needs your obedience. Your whole church needs your obedience. Your children needs your obedience. So what's the sacrifice? The sacrifice is you. God Wants you. He wants your time. He wants your presence. And he wants real intimacy. He wants real intimacy. He wants us to be able to come and to lay ourselves bare in front of him. So he may see us. So we are surrendered. So we can be used. Psalm 24 says who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully for he shall receive a blessing from the Lord from the God of his salvation. Give you sacrifice you today amen if this podcast has been a blessing to you favorite follow share so that others can participate in the blessing thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you, let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been, or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast. We're also looking for your feedback. Once again, thanks for being a part. God bless you.